So, Madam Speaker, you don't mind if I call you Madam Speaker, do you? Well, you always have. I want to sincerely apologise to the House. I feel (laughs) I've let myself down. I feel I've let the podcast down. And particularly, I feel I've let a listener in Uganda down this week. So, here's here's what actually happened less than two hours ago. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm part of a what's uh, a WhatsApp group, like we all are. A former former uh, friends and colleagues, employers at Nelson House, uh, back in the days when I worked for a design, a marvelous design studio called Ocean Blue. And um, every now and then, someone puts up a silly picture, and a few of them still work together. And lovely Danny, who is uh, into her equestrian things, ordered some new boots and spurs, I believe, and. Um, and Martin somehow intercepted these boots and uh, put them on. And so, though and behold, there was a lovely picture of Martin wearing Danny's boots. Ha ha ha, very funny. Great. And it just so happened that I opened a parcel today of my new socks. Um, so, you know, I responded back with, oh, look, here's my socks. They're very colourful. They're very tasteful, I like to think. Um and um, and Danny responded to my picture saying, oh, I think they also do underwear, that brand. And I said, like you do, ha ha, I've also got some of the pants, RPMU, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, the pictures. Um, now, not inappropriate pictures, obviously. And by the way, I'm assuming that kind of generally speaking, for it's generally considered poor form for a married kind of minister of the Lord to send pictures of his underwear to a single woman. That's what I'm assuming. Maybe it's not, in which case I don't need to apologise. But anyway, so so obviously not of me wearing them. I did happen to take a picture of my pants in a packet. Very tasteful picture, I thought. Right, OK. And I sent it to Danny. And then I went back to the group and, ha, 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 I've sent you the pictures. You know, it's a little, little joke, little joke. Yeah, yeah. And nothing wrong with that, is there? I mean, it's packaging. It's like nothing you can't see on Facebook. Now, the thing is, I got a message back from Danny. It's the only Danny I know, I think. I get a message back from saying, I don't think we get those pants in Uganda. So I send one back. Danny, what are you doing in Uganda? I live here. Oh, no. And then it dawns on me. A couple of years ago, had a very heartfelt conversation with a dear listener going through quite a terrible time, difficult time. And uh, and somehow they got in my WhatsApp <laughs> address list. Turns out there are two Dannys in my life. And I had, in a completely unsolicited manner, <laughs> sent this poor lady <laughs> listener, who I haven't been in contact with for a couple of years, a picture of my pants. <laughs> well... What can I say? I I don't know what how to put this right. Well, if there are any other listeners out there who have been sent pictures of Joe's <laughs> pants, please get in touch because I think it's a very flimsy excuse. I am so sorry, Danny. Listen, still listen to the podcast anyway. The rest of it will be good, but I can only apologise for that. <laughs> I've got to go grovel to Rachel now. Welcome everybody to episode. I'm still laughing. One eighty four. The underwear special. 
of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast with me, Nick Page, and there, the disgraced uh, senator. I apologise to the house. <laughs> it did sound like a particularly sort of bad excuse for one of those sort of scandals. Yeah, I thought it was a work party, so... <laughs> In that context, sending pictures of your underwear is all right. <laughs> well, at least as you say, you weren't wearing it. <laughs> that would have been traumatic beyond measure. Well, I mean, you'd have had to take a panorama picture there anyway. <laughs> exactly. um, they, but... they haven't made a lens wide enough. No. Yes. Move on. There's so many things coming out there that are just alarming, but... I, I do hope, Danny, uh, you're all right, and that uh, we will pick up the tab for any trauma counselling. Yeah, we are praying for your recovery. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it does sound. I mean, Joe, it does sound like one of those ministerial scandals, doesn't it? That you get in, in America or something, you know, sending inappropriate pictures. Yeah, well, yeah, and Danny, I'd like to say, think how much worse it could have been. It was all in the packaging. <laughs> but, you know. No, don't think how much worse it's going to be. Don't, no, don't, definitely don't. I mean, it does sound... It feels like we're really getting somewhere with this mid-faith crisis, establishing itself as a church, because we've now had our first sort of major yeah. ministerial scandal as well. It, 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 it is starting to feel like a proper church, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> now brilliant. I've been officially disgraced. So now what I need to do is convene uh, the elders and uh, yeah. publicly rebuke you and sack you. Yeah, I think so. Certainly put me under discipline. I think. <laughs> or blame Danny, which is, I think, the way that a lot of Christian organisations <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, moving on Move from that on. brilliant story. Move on. Uh, I do apologise, everyone. <laughs> are there are there any church notices that we should give, apart from the fact that we're now going to have to close? Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. There'll be a public stoning on Worthing Beach this coming to Sunday. A scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only notice. <laughs> no, well, Lee Abbey's still open. And by the way, yeah. uh, thanks very much, Claire, uh, for reminding me. I've now put the details on the website. Oh, very good. She's good. I find that. I find web pages so tedious to keep updated. Yes, it's true. I know it's doing it's doing my job, but I still find it tedious. No, I know. But listen, let me tell you something good. I have spoken to no less than th- met with no less than three listeners in the last week. So thank you very much. Um, Andy and uh, Martin and Steve. It's been great to see. I was fully clothed. Can I just point out? <laughs> I was going to say, are you now going to send the pictures? Of I was wearing <laughs> appropriate underwear throughout uh, those <laughs> meetings. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can cope with the rest of this afternoon. Uh, okay. Um, well, that's good. So three listeners. That's great. Yeah, I know. They're just wonderful people. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, they don't get much of me, but I always feel I end up learning a whole load of stuff talking to people. So thank you. What else you've been doing this week? Well, um, can I have a can I have a little rant? I'm going to try. Are you in any position to have a little rant after the last story? Can I, I don't ask? think I don't think I'm in any position to throw any stones at anyone. And in fact, I was going to say that before I have a rent. I don't mean this in a judgy way and a kind of, you know, I don't, <laughs> but, but our Prime Minister, I don't feel I can let this opportunity to go by. <laughs> I mean, you may have gone by the time this podcast comes out. It's Thursday yeah, afternoon, yeah. but I just, I cannot understand why he is still our 
prime minister when he's been found out as lying so much how how long how long do you put up with that in a prime minister i mean does it look look i'm not casting stones because i think you know he is my brother is he well in a sense of i suppose Oh, metaphorically. I suppose metaphorically, I think he's my brother, Donald Trump, my brother. If Hitler was alive, Hitler would be my brother. In a sense, and what I mean by that is that I think as fellow humanity, human beings, on a, we are called to work together. We can disagree with each other and we can hate each other and we can hold very different views. But fundamentally, I think the only way you can heal the world is to work with people. Yeah, so in that sense... Just being one of the kind of people that's always throwing stones, always criticising, always saying you should go, you know, like like you see very graphically in the House of Commons, don't you? Questions like, you get, resign and shout. I think, I do think he should resign. I think that's the honourable thing to do. I'm not holding anything against, you know, people have moral failures and we know that and people, do, but I think there comes a point where you have to say enough is enough. Now, who would they replace him with? I'm, I'm not sure because everyone seems to be supporting him, which makes you wonder what their values are. But I suppose I think enough is enough. You know, having gone through, sat with families who are deciding who are going to be the 10 who come to this funeral, even though we're going to meet in massive chapels that could hold 50 people safely distanced. The rules were 10 people. The rules were you can only meet one other person outside you cannot meet six people you can meet one other person outside. at the time you know he was he was having drinks parties to say thanks to his colleagues I mean what a shame all those NHS workers couldn't have had a work party outside in the car park and brought their own bottle and to say thanks to them so it's it's just mind-blowing how stupid he thinks we are and I sort of feel Ugh! But we'll come back to this later when we discuss our themes. Not not to Boris, but to kind of that kind of, I don't know what to do about this. And I feel like I should do something. Okay. Something positive. Not just rant online, which, you know, maybe I did. Um, well, you are doing Well, I am doing it, aren't I? But, but, you know, I want to be part of what heals a bad situation. But I'm not sure how to be. I think there's two things. I think, firstly, I think you've always got to be aware of looking back at politics and thinking there was a golden age where people weren't you know basically hypocrites or disguising or massaging the truth or doing all kinds of stuff that is certainly true having said that there is something different this time it does seem like we have a different sort of class of politicians all around the world at the moment yeah and western democracies that that are becoming less um uh well less more shameless i suppose yeah I, I can forgive anyone for not being perfect. I don't even expect that in a leader. I don't expect them to be okay. perfect. And all that's... Well, just as well after your... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we should particularly cut people a bit of slack who accidentally send a picture of their pants out. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> come should. on, yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect people to be perfect. If they do something wrong, I expect them to apologise, maybe expect them to learn from it. That, to me, is a mark of a good leader. Some not someone who doesn't make mistakes, but someone who learns from them. Um, I think that's that's fine. But but someone who's just yeah, I think repeatedly, consistently likes. Just difficult to know how to deal with that. Well, the other thing is that I think politics has become a kind of spectator sport at mm. times now, and almost an entertainment industry where um, 
people call for people to resign every other week anyway. On yes, of course. Yeah. You know, and so it's very hard to know well, which is the resigning issue. Where's where do we go with but it? But there have been so and, many and it, for Boris. <laughs> well, there have, but that's been the thing. You know that that people what what's changed is that is that people seem to sort of enjoy the spectacle, and oh, we yeah, and the media, yeah. and we've all sort of been in on that. So you know, one it's odd to find yourself yearning for somebody like John Major, who was dull in every respect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree with all that, and I do think it's become public entertainment. But I am just coming at it purely. I, I mean, just where my funeral celebrant. Yeah, no, moment, I can. And I'm I can just see saying, why you're so. This is such a disgrace. I just find it staggering that you're making these rules and thinking this applies to everyone except me. And I'm above it all. I mean, I fully understand why you feel so passionately mm. about this. Um, but I think it's it's about not perhaps understanding the position that you hold. You know, that that I don't think... I'm not sure he understood, or people yeah. seem to understand, that you cannot behave like that in that position. Everybody yeah. was making compromises, actually, in lockdown, or most mm. people were. You know, a okay. lot of people were weren't that you know everybody was sort of occasionally you know mm. bending the rules a little bit or whatever the problem is you cannot do that if you're in mm. a position of responsibility and authority yeah you just can't you have to be clearer than that mm. yeah uh, so i think that's it you know that 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 yes you can understand People working very hard. You can understand people under an awful lot of pressure wanting to celebrate and all this, or wanting yeah. at least to some release on that, yeah, whatever. But, but frankly, there are positions where that's not feasible, yeah. and you have to understand the, you know, what's it's, it's the same problem with leadership all around, isn't it? Yeah, that yes, actually yes. leaders cannot behave just like everybody else. You just can't no. do it. Yeah, that's and of course, in a, an ideal world, everybody should. We should. None of us should be be sort of uh, able to bend the rules or do anything like that yeah. or whatever. But but the fact is, for some it is tougher than others. Anyway, well, um, that's fifteen minutes in, so that's good. Sorry, thank you for that rant. What with a confession and a rant, I feel I've dominated, and I apologise. How are you? Sorry, what's going I'm, on? I'm I'm all right. I had a wedding anniversary this week. Did you? Congratulations! Yeah. How many years is that? Thirty-seven. Great, Scott. Mm. Actually, it's, 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 I think it's hit Claire quite hard. She kept wandering around the house, going thirty-seven. How mm. did that happen? I know. You know, she seemed to be quite depressed by it. Not us, I would have thought. For her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's never going to get that yeah. time back. No. <laughs> um, talking of time, you're never going to get back. I spent most of the rest of the week doing my tax returns. And, oh no! And, and here's the thing: every year, and we'll talk about this in the themes a little bit. I think every year I get to this point and go, "Why do I let it get to this state of chaos?" <laughs> yeah. Why do I not do anything about it until oh, you know, so at the best, about. midway through December, <laughs> and and that's normal January. Every flipping year, I I do it. I should like you know, every other sensible person would tick it off month by month or sort it. I, I don't do it. No. So no one to blame. Well, there we go. Well, I'm sorry because I feel you're paying tax tax returns. Mm. Awful. In fact, they're well, so not as bad as paying it. <laughs> they're so <laughs> terrible. My accountant does them now. Well, anyway. well, so does mine. I don't even. I just have to get the information to get. All right. That's the thing. I can't even do that. Ah. No, anyway. Well, let's get on yes. because I think we should get on. Um, 
And today we are going to just we haven't really we won't do any feedback today. No, no, no. I just all I say is we had some lovely uh, comments from Rhoda on the correct liturgy to do on seeing a robin. Appreciated that. Evident you're supposed to say there's a robin. Is it bobbin? She said it. It was better in the email. But thanks, Rhoda. And also some comments from Peter who attended actually attended the fourth test in Australia. Um, oh. and uh, England didn't lose and a rather lovely New Year blessing from Jane so thank you for that and some other bits and pieces thank you all for sending in emails we appreciate it yeah um, but today hmm. we are going to discuss the New Year yes and our theme oh, so we? we should <laughs> well <laughs> that was the theory anyway yeah, that's a good theory yeah. My, much like my tax returns, there has been a significant <laughs> lack of preparation in this. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I am scrabbling around good. at the last minute. Well, first up, we should we should explain to people who are new to the podcast why themes and why not New Year's resolutions. So do you want to say something on that? Well, it was an idea I got from another podcast, mm. which uh, I can certainly put a link to. But So it's not our idea, but it's... Um, it's the idea that each year, instead of doing resolutions, hmm. you set a theme because a theme is more broad and a theme can can apply itself across different areas. And a theme doesn't necessarily have goals. Set. It might have them, hmm. but it doesn't really have set goals. And I think the problem with resolutions is you're generally setting yourself up to fail. You know, this is that people start off. I mean, I went swimming uh, on uh, Tuesday morning, early morning, yeah. and the place was packed. It was yeah, it was yeah. absolutely full of <laughs> overweight people like myself, but yeah. flailing up and down the pool. <laughs> and you know that in a few weeks' time, it's not going to be empty be so again. Packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's made this resolution. Now that's a, not a bad thing, but I think that's the problem with them. Yeah. Don't you think that, that you yeah, set them absolutely. up and you you put a number on it, and then you 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 know fairly early on the year you're not going to reach it, and then it becomes a disaster. Whereas themes. You can do as much or as little on as you like. Um, so in previous years, uh, we've we've a couple last couple of years we've set we've set a theme, mm. uh, and that's what it's about. So um, yes, is, is so, there anything, anything more you want to say? No, on that? I, I think, think you've summarised that really well. So the, the next question is obviously how did our themes go last year? So let's let's recap on what the themes yeah. were. Yeah, mine turned out to be a year of Nickness. Yes. Was how we we yeah. clarified it. Yes, which I quite liked. I did quite like that. It, mm. I'll talk about it in a minute about how. And yours was about hope. Yeah, it's, it's, it was. It was about bringing hope. I did, felt there'd been a lot of despair around, and I kind of wanted to bring hope. Yeah. So I think the first thing we should do is just reflect on how that worked out <laughs> for us. Well, really. not so well for Danny in Uganda, it turns out. Although <laughs> well, technically that was yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, now that's that's kicked off this year's theme, and I hate to think what it's going to be. Um, I think the interesting thing for me was yeah. when I set the theme, I was thinking about stuff that I do or stuff that I make and bringing a sense of individuality and working out what my almost like a style thing you know what mm. what what that was and I because I can remember thinking about oh you know I'd like the garden to reflect yes I remember personality and I'd like to do more art and your art yeah and, and get to do that and the interesting thing none of that really happened 
you know, the style the garden ended up reflecting was the style of wild nature. <laughs> it, it very much is. But maybe that was it. Maybe that is maybe. what it means to be Nick. Just that kind of wild, <laughs> wild. don't care. Kind of. <laughs> I think we both know that's not true. Um, <laughs> But where it did it where it did work out was actually in my writing. Ah, reflecting on the year, that's really what I've been struggling with in the year. That there was a kind of meltdown in how I wrote or what I wanted to write about, which and I thought mm. the writing was the most solid bit of it. I thought, mm. you know, I'd really got my voice after mm. so many years of doing it. That was established. But actually, I spent a large chunk of the year rethinking how I write. Mm. And 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 almost kind of working at what does what does my writing look like now what does my mm. voice sound like in terms of writing and all that kind of stuff mm. so so i think it did happen but it didn't happen really in the areas that i thought it, it was going to yeah. happen and is your does your writing voice still sound like chris packham and jules holland's love child <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read any of their stuff. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't, Joe. It Good. sounds like Nick Page, author. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, we I know I speak on behalf of everyone when I say we look forward to more Nick Page books. Well, I don't think you do speak on behalf of everyone. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be a much richer man than I am, <laughs> and I wouldn't be doing this dross. <laughs> oh, how very dare No, no, you. I, think, I think for me it has been... It, that's been... What, where it's focused actually. yeah sure this thing of well what do i want this to look like mm. uh, and um you know i don't think it worked out in the way that i thought at all really mm. um okay so there well that was that yeah. was me what about you you hopeless person well i sort of uh had this theme which seemed like a good thing and i was i was sort of intentional in that i did think about my theme a lot in the year and i did think about how am i going to do this today but what I've realised is I don't think I'm in any position to judge how well my theme has gone. It's a bit like saying I want to be a more patient person. Well, am I a more patient person? You'd have to ask Rachel. You shouldn't ask me because I could say anything. And it's, it's this. Did I bring hope last year more? I, I don't know. I mean, I met with lots of people and I. it was certainly my tension to make them a bit more hopeful mm. um both in the sort of funerals i conducted and in the one-to-ones and you know even on the weekend with you and but i don't really know <laughs> i don't really see that i'm in a position to say yes i have been a beacon of hope to people in this i don't know it was my intention and that's what i aimed at <laughs> i don't well, know how I, it I, went <laughs> Well, how did... Yeah, I, I can see that that's a problem measuring it. Uh, during the year, though, did it remain a kind of present yes. theme for you? It seemed to me that it did. Yeah, no, it did. It did definitely. Um, yes, I, I mean, it was an intentional theme and I didn't just do it in January and then forget about it. I yeah. kept coming back to it over and over again. And in the two or three retreats I did last year, I returned to it and, and I was... I was daily in the morning going down the beach and going, right, what does it mean to bring hope? Well, given that, you see, I would say that it's pretty likely it did work out. It's pretty likely you did happen because I think if yes, you... if I the, think you're the, right. the, It's one of those things that if you concentrate on it as a yeah. as a uh, an aim, you're going to hit it quite a few times 
You might not hit it all the time. I feel sure you're going to be more than if you hadn't been intentionally. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, that's yes. that's where I agree yeah. with you. As to how yeah. much, I I've no way of quantifying it. Yeah, but I also think as a theme, it was quite important for you. In, yeah. In last year, because it, it was another year of lockdown, and yes, uh, exactly. You know, whereas I think lockdown for me fed the introspective nature of my theme. You know, just yeah. sort of noodling around, thinking right. what it means to be Nick. Yeah, know. sure. But for you, it was much more a challenge, I think, in terms of, mm. you, you know, it felt like a necessary theme for you at that time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. So that brings us on to what about this year? Yes. Well, and that's all we've got time for in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, week. thanks for so, tuning in. <laughs> thanks so much for listening. If, if you'd like uh, your own very much personalised message from Joe. Yeah, exactly. Just, with pictures. Get in touch. Um, OK. Well, I think I know what I want to do. Or at least I know what I need, what I feel I need to do. I'm struggling to find a name for it that encompasses all the areas. And I'm struggling. What I need to do. What, OK, the image that came to mind was, you know, when we used to go to football, I don't know if you still do. Do you still ever go? Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, right. So generally, you go and watch the football and uh, your team is out on the pitch flailing around like a <laughs> like a sort of headless chicken. And yes. somebody from the terraces will shout, Sort it out! <laughs> yes. To the manager. You know, <laughs> yeah. insert name of yes. current manager yeah. here. And I think I need a year of sort it out. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Well, maybe I could be that person on the terraces to shout that at you. Well, part of it is accountability, I think, yeah. actually. I think genuinely I got way too introspective last year and I got, I, I ended up noodling and obsessing about this. I found it very difficult. I did feel like my writing melted down. I mean, I, you know, it kind of like... I didn't know how to do it anymore, almost. Okay. And now I just need to get a grip, frankly. <laughs> so, so it could be get a grip, might be the name of the... the <laughs> I don't know. Grip. We could ask the listener to suggest yeah. what it should be. But I feel like now I need actually, okay, to stop, you know, yeah. arsing about and just get on with it, really. <laughs> uh, and, and I mean, that, that occurs in a number of areas of life, but I think particularly... You know, I think I've done yeah. the kind of introspective. I've done the kind of looking at yeah, looking sure. at yeah. myself now. Now I actually need to do a bit of graft and get Action. get down to yeah. it. Well, that's interesting. That is not disconnected from some of the things I've felt as well. Okay. What uh, about me? No, about not you? about you. No, not about you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you definitely do need. To, I mean, suspend. I'll tell you what. This is what I say to you. My friend. And I'm, I really okay. mean this because I was thinking this a lot over, over New Year when we got the privilege of coming to stay with you. And we loved it. Uh, that's Rachel and Sophie and I. We just loved spending time with you and Claire Martha. Just wonderful time. And I did think, mm. and I said this to Rachel, the great thing about Nick is he is, he is sort of, you know, using what he sells, you know, in the sense that you're a great advert for for the Renovai Institute course. I often think everyone who's gotten on that is a good advert for it because they're all people who genuinely want to become more Christ-like. And I, I genuinely, in, in my 30 years of knowing you, I can definitely see that you're on that journey. Anyway, I just thought you. I thought, I just thought kind of No, I see it because you are, you are a more mellow, rounded human being. It's not that you were 
off the scale when I first knew you. But you can definitely see you've you've got a more anyway good way. Well, to I think that's that's. I think I can see that. I think there's a problem with mellow. Uh, Woody Allen said, "I hate the word mellow. Things get mellow and then they rot." <laughs> <laughs> and I do think. I do think I did mellow quite a bit last year, and now I need to not mellow too much. <laughs> okay, because, fair enough. So Don't it's, for me, I think it's that year. And and what just to round my bit off, I think <laughs> I see this in a number of areas, not just writing. I think I need more structure in my spiritual life. Yeah, I you need said to that last sort week. it out. Yeah. There, sort it out. You know, sort it out, mate. Sort it out. Um, and 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 also my work life. I think uh, you know I do various jobs, and they sort of rather blend into one another at points and I need to kind of clarity there. So maybe clarity is part of it, but I'm I'm going to stick with the year of sort it out, mate, I think okay, for the moment no, no. and we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm interested to see how that works out. Mm. Um so yourself. I don't have a theme yet and it's not because I haven't thought about it. I've just I just haven't been able to think what it is that I really feel I need to do. I mean, obviously, there's dry January, which I'm doing because I'm giving my liver a break. The last drink I had was with you, which was lovely, by the way. I think it was that. Wasn't it a margarita? Was it possibly? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> the fact I can't remember probably tells you all you need to know. <laughs> well, I remember it was on January the 1st and yes, you were I saying, know. I'm going to do dry January and it was a bad start well, to it. It started on January the well 2nd, done. okay, sue me. <laughs> That's all right, no, it's good. <laughs> the second scandal of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but so what's really been sort of grabbing me and grabbing my attention recently as a way into the year. So I haven't got a theme yet. It hasn't emerged. I may well end up with one. I might not have one. Maybe it's good to have a year without one. I don't know. But I certainly want to keep on bringing hope. I know that. But reading the Christmas narratives again, I was really struck by the political nature of the gospel. Good. It's good news. It's not just good news for me because I have my own little private salvation and relationship with God. It's good news for society. It's good news for the refugee. It's good news for for everyone, I guess. Um, yeah, so, so that is a question that is kind of, you know, bouncing. How am I going to be good news? And what does that actually look like? Because that's a lovely question. What does it really mean? And and the other thing that really grabbed me last year that just touched me so deeply was the refugee issue and particularly um, the last awful accident where so many people drowned trying to cross the channel today, actually, as we speak, is a beautiful, sunny, calm day. So you can be sure there's hundreds of people trying to get across into the country today. And, and I'm asking my question you know, how, what does that mean to me? It, you know, I don't just want that to be a news item that I think, oh, isn't that terrible? And then do nothing. Um, I know there's so much need in the world and you can't possibly do everything, but this is happening like less than 50 miles from where I mm. live, I guess. So, more maybe around 50 miles from where I live. So, I, you know, I'm challenging myself at the start of this year to... Not just let that be a story on a screen, but to somehow know that I'm being part of good news mm. for refugees. Um, 
And I think the only other thing that has really been bouncing around my head recently, which is not unconnected, I think there is, a, is, is, is mid-faith crisis and, and just the scope of it. And just, again, speaking to what felt like hundreds of people last year, but I guess it's probably less than hundreds, but meeting with people one-on-one, -on -one, contacts through the podcast, just realising this is a real issue. Um, and particularly for leaders, it's really tough when you're a leader and your theology is moving on faster than you are allowed to preach. In fact, you're having to preach something perhaps that you don't believe. And that's a very lonely and difficult place. And how do we support people through that really difficult um, time? So those are the themes. I don't know that a, a word or a phrase springs to mind. I, like, I quite like yours, sort it out. I, I do think that's quite a good thing. <laughs> I do. It feels like you could, if you're not careful, that could be a bit judgy and a bit critical of yourself. So you're going to have to guard against the tone of that theme a bit. Like uh, well, maybe I'm, don't I'm beat not against up. being a bit. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I, I'm yeah. not against. I think I need a little bit of judgy and self-critical actually, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I do. I think I've mellowed and rotted. Well, you're an idiot. Sort it out. Yeah, that's it. That's the kind of thing. Thank you. <laughs> um, but come back to yours. I would say, well, I think there's two, there's, there's some distinct issues there. Yeah, um, there are. The leadership thing is something we've been talking about, which we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll sort of pursue, I think. But I think the, the, those two issues that you identified, you know, mm. good, the good news mm. and, and a sort of political, social kind of engagement. Yes. Um, have been things that I've been hearing from you. Yeah a lot over the last few months yeah and and i think there is something about the reality making the good news real yes exactly that is it seems to be important for you in those areas actually yes you know because the, the good news as itself is such a big mm. yeah like hope really it's, it's a, a very overwhelming big yeah it's, it's yeah. too big but but i i think that edge of engaging with social issues mm might be something that yeah definitely um you know might be a, a prompt from the divine on that or something yeah, like that you know so. that, that yeah i think there is what does the good news look actually look like um for people i think is a really yeah powerful and challenging thing for all, all of us all the time yeah really yeah interesting so i look i'm going to use the shorthand of good news for you i think right. Because I know you don't want to know, unless you yeah. want to come back next week, and otherwise we're yeah. going to be always, or the artist formerly known as Good News. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So sort it out on Good News. That's 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 it so far. It could be amended. All yeah. Right. Yeah. We're interesting. If if uh, listeners want to, well, two things. If yes. listeners would like to mail in and say, do you have a theme this year, uh, or did you do a theme last year? What do you think about it? Yeah. Did it help? Um, or do you have any uh, re better words for our, our themes? Or even words of rebuke for me. <laughs> I'm thinking especially from Danny. <laughs> no, let's let's let that go. We have to leave that behind us. Can now, we? I mean, Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm saying we have to. Obviously, I'm not going to. Because <laughs> it's, it's an absolute solid gold classic. So... <laughs> Sadly, it is. <laughs> that ain't going away anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we'd love to love to hear from you. We've uh, we should wrap this up actually. Yes, Gosh, we should. It's gone, it's gone quickly, hasn't it? 
Oh, probably not for the listener, but for, <laughs> for <laughs> slow us, torture as always. <laughs> um, well, listen, we should end yes. uh, by saying, firstly, uh, thank you for listening, mm. and thank you for contributing. And to, if you would like to support the podcast, and if you particularly like to support the efforts of two uh, sad <laughs> old people as they march forward into the next year, uh, <laughs> you can find out ways to support the podcast on our website, yes. midfaithcrisis.org. And you can contact the podcast by using your email machine of choice to send an email to... Joe at midfaithcrisis.org. And as a special gift to all listeners... No. I have, no, I have shared pictures on our Facebook page so you can judge for what, yourselves. What pictures? I'm not going to say because you haven't got Facebook, so I'm not going to tell you. Joe, if, if nothing else, the last half hour has surely taught us the dangers of you sharing pictures anywhere. True enough. Now, listen, can I finish with a blessing? For... Would you? Because you are still a minister at the moment. <laughs> very, very marginally. Uh, so this is from the fabulous John O'Donoghue, um, who, of course, we love. And uh, so, yeah. Here's a blessing for you all. And it says this. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the grey window and the ghost of loss gets into you, may a flock of colours, indigo, red, green and azure blue, come to awaken in you a meadow of delight. When the canvas phrase, in the curac of thought and a stain of ocean, blackens beneath you, may there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the oceans be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so... May a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life. <laughs>